0: Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Joshua Malik, and he's with Joshua Tree Experts. Welcome.
1: Hey, Lee. Thanks for having me on, brother.
0: I am so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Joshua Tree Experts. How are you serving folks?
1: Uh, We continue to uh, be in the tree sector, lawn care and pest control. That involves doing uh, pruning, removal of tree, insect and disease management, spraying trees and shrubs, fertilizing. We also have a department that does complete lawn care applications, fertilizer, weed control, aeration and spraying. We do indoor-outdoor pest control along with mosquito, flea and tick.
0: So is this kind of a recession proof uh, industry uh, because uh, some of it has to do with kind of safety and these are must have kind of needs that you're kind of dealing with. Is, has that been the case?
1: Yeah. You know, our mantra of making home environments safe, healthy and beautiful, even through the recession, you know, our target demographic type person, they want to continue to beautify their home. They definitely don't want to have any incidents in regards to safety. A lot of them have, you know, younger kids themselves, maybe they're elderly, they need to have the type of work done that we service. So we, you know, we've proven over the years, the green industry alone, and when I say green industry, that's what those three services fall under. They have been proven to be recession-proof as we were in a central business during COVID. We continue to grow and uh, build our, our brand during this uh, recession.
0: Now, what about um, kind of the ability to attract franchisees? Has that been growing as well?
1: It has been. I think there's been some uh, issues in that sector all along, only because of recession and and people holding on to money and some things that are happening in the market. We continue to gain uh, tons of traction in in the different states that we're gaining. Those are the ones that we're actually doing a lot of marketing in to continue to, to gain interest.
0: Now, um, any advice for emerging franchisors out there uh, when it comes to attracting the right franchisee? Is there anything you've learned? Have you cracked the code on how to find a a pipeline for these folks?
1: Man, I wish there was a code to crack on that. I think working with the right marketing firm, uh, identifying that type of persona that you want in a franchisee. Working with the right broker groups and having the right person represent you that can really weed out the people that aren't going to fit your values and culture is probably going to be the most important thing. I think you're going to see a wide variety of people that can come through that maybe are trying to chase a, a pipe dream with little effort involved in it. And you're going to have those other people that are going to fit your values and really become that brand ambassador for you and, and represent the brand in the way that you expect them to do it.
0: Now, have you figured out a way to kind of sort out those two?
1: You know, I think it's true, you know, I like doing like this uh, profile testing, finding out, you know, what their personality is, is like, and really finding out what their values are and, and what attracted them to their brand. To begin with, I think it's really important to know when people want to join your brand and they really want to expand with you. Why is it them? Why is it now? And why is it your brand? I think those are really important parts to cover.
0: Now, are your franchisees having a difficult time with employees? Because I know um, a lot of the country is struggling in that space.
1: You know, a good recruiting effort is really important. Attracting the right people by being able to, to understand what your vision is, communicate that vision, providing a clear career path for co-workers is important. That's what we noticed is very effective in, in recruiting employees for, the, for Joshua Tree. We have a really good, you know, we allocate funds just like marketing funds. We allocate funds to recruiting because we know it's an ongoing effort. So keeping that door open at all times, and when you see the right person, make it happen.
0: So now where are you at from a number standpoint? How many um, franchises do you have going on right now?
1: We have five total units uh, in place right now, and we have about two dozen in the pipeline that we're working with.
0: Have you been focusing on a certain part of the country?
1: You know, we like to start regionally where we're focusing more in the pennsylvania i'm in the lehigh valley the north uh, uh, east of, of philadelphia area is where we emerged and we have gone nationwide recently and are really gaining traction in texas florida georgia massachusetts and new hampshire
0: now are the folks that are attracted to this are they already doing uh, kind of work around the home and they're adding this to the, uh, maybe their services they're offering or are they are they people that are you know hitting this for the first time and and becoming entrepreneurs for the first time
1: We're seeing more people that are becoming entrepreneurs for the first time. It's really that corporate type mindset that you know is sitting down behind the desk wondering on you know what they want to do um, and you know. Why does everybody want to get into business? They want to grow their wealth. They want to be able to have more free time with the proper systems and processes in place that we've developed. We're attracting that corporate type mindset to come in. Uh, We've had a lot of interest from other industry professionals in the landscape, not specifically the tree care, but the landscape where they can utilize this service as as another offering to their current clientele, which is really smart to be able to build off of that. Most of the traction that we're seeing, though, is more on that corporate type person that you know wants to get out from the desk, really be able to get into owning a business and growing that business.
0: Now, is there a typical kind of first service that introduces Joshua Tree uh, to the consumer, or is it something that it just depends on whatever their need is?
1: Great question. I, we, we do offer general tree care, plant health care. When you go back to the general tree care, it's the pruning, removal, it's the type of equipment that we have selected that uh, a franchisee, when they come on board, they launch with that type of equipment to provide that full service. And then we really focus on what they call planned health care. That's the tree and shrub spray in the soil health conditions of fertilizers, different types of uh, systemic insecticides that you put in the soil. We like to focus on that because that's the recurring revenue. We know the type of value of what recurring revenue does year over year. As you sell that service, you perform it the year you sell it. You're performing it the following year. We know the average life cycle of that client, and we know what type of value that brings. And not only does it bring value to to you immediately as a business, it brings it down the road for the overall value of the business. Green industry is really you'll get multiple earnings uh, much higher than you would if you're only doing you know, a one-off type of you know, tree removal service. When you get into that preservation type service, that is when you really start building the value. Once you get to a certain KPI and we see that you're hitting certain indicators, and we'll utilize a scorecard for that, that will lay out the three different functions of the business, sales and marketing, operation, finance and admin. When you hit these certain numbers, then we want you to roll in lawn care. Again, that's all recurring revenue. You're selling that this year to a client. You're repeating it again the following year, and the years after. And then you go through another set of KPIs on that scorecard. That's going to have you hit that pest control, and you're just really growing the wealth in the business at
0: that point. So they have to kind of earn their way up the ladder.
1: Yeah, we do. You know, the one thing we really want to function on is growing the brand properly, and we want to be able to to help develop franchisees and their business model in performing a service to the level that Joshua Tree performs it right now. And that is great client expectations. We want to um, over-deliver, under-promise and we want to continue to help them build their staff that has a lot of retention on their employees that can represent the brand real well and ultimately, that's what really keeps, you know, very high client retention.
0: Now, you mentioned, I think you're five in right now and have a bunch in the pipeline. Is there anything you've learned today, uh, you know, based on having five uh, up up and running that has kind of changed things a bit? Or was is it pretty baked at this point and you're just kind of tweaking around the edges?
1: We're tweaking around the edges. Our systems and processes are so tight. Back in 2019, when we knew that we were going to get into franchising, uh, I took on a full-time co-worker employee at the time that became uh, uh, advanced up. And we really developed on documenting all the processes and systems that we have. We have a full table of contents that are so well-developed. I remember my consulting agency saying, you are so much more Further along than franchisees that we've launched, that's been in the, in the space for five years. That we know as long as we can manage those systems and processes, the rest of it just follows right behind it.
0: So, now for the folks that are thinking about franchising their business, um, how did you go about that documentation? What made it so thorough?
1: We've tested it. We've tested it, you know, at our home office that we have in Lehigh Valley. And it's through that testing that we've done with our own clients, our own in-house processes that we knew as we documented and launched them through, that's the way that we want to represent the brand. You know, when I talk about managing those systems, it's going back and tweaking them just so lightly when we see improvement and we see a little bit of an issue there, we want to identify that issue, we want to discuss it, we want to solve it, we want to improve that system, and then we want to re-roll it back out.
0: Now, when you were doing the documentation, was that something you just told everybody? Okay, I want everybody to document everything. Or did you have a third party come in and kind of look over everybody's shoulders to document it?
1: Now, we knew and we talked about providing this for the Joshua Tree experts and going down this path. You know, when I decided to franchise, it wasn't a very quick decision. Uh, It took me about a year and a half to do some research on it really get us to the point where we could launch successfully and one of the biggest things that I've learned through all that research was how are we going to be able to support franchisees and how are we going to be able to provide the training and I wanted to do that in-house we're a a good-sized company with you know 70 employees currently I knew that we had the talent to do that in-house one thing I really believe in is, is developing, having, you know, providing professional development for my coworkers right now and moving up within the company. And this was a position where, you know, this one individual had a very unique ability on identifying and documenting, putting it on paper in a way that could be organized and understood. And we ran with it in house. And I gotta be honest, I, I wouldn't have done it any other way.
0: So what do you need more of? How can we help?
1: Um, well, I'll tell you what, you know, there's, you know, if there's anything that I've ever learned in here, it's, a, it's, again, it's sticking to, you know, your own thought processes, uh, being, being a trailblazer. I think within this industry, you can get a lot of static from a lot of different folks, which isn't bad, but it can really confuse you are making some very, very important decisions. I probably would have started the marketing content much earlier than, than I, than I did waiting until. I was completely done uh, and ready to launch because marketing in this sector does take a little bit to start getting uh, some traction. So those are some of the the things that I have learned in in my short stint so far.
0: So um, what's next? Are you focusing on certain regions now or the world's your oyster? uh, You'll take on all comers?
1: We will. We're going to, we're focusing uh, across the, the country here and, you know, we're just focusing on the right person. You know, we want to get the right people to to come in and represent us. We want them to be very goal-oriented. We want them to have high emotional intelligence. Everything from communicating with us to communicating to to their employees and coworkers and vendors uh, are really important. So as we continue to grow, uh, you know, we want to continue to to represent the brand the best that we can in our own region. We want to be able to say, hey, follow the system with with what we're doing see how successful we are at the home office, and you can just be as successful yourself.
0: Now, uh, it says tree experts in the name, but you need kind of people experts to be the franchisees, right? This is a people business, not necessarily a tree business.
1: It is, you know, and I think anybody that's a business owner, you know, gets to the point where they might comment to say they're in the people business and not within the business sector that they're actually in. You know, developing people is, is really important to me and being able to identify the right people that you want to you work with. You know, one of the biggest things that you have as a boss, as an owner, is you get to pick the people that you work with. You know, you get to hire them, you get to terminate them. Ultimately, though, it is up to you to be able to pick on who you work with. And when you can identify, and that's part of our training, identifying the right people you know, being able to have those recruiting efforts in there that are going to allow you to grow, allow them to do their job properly and help you continue to work on the business, not in the business. You know, that's the developing that, you know, we want to provide and we want to be able to teach people.
0: So if somebody wants to learn more, uh, what's the website?
1: JTEfranchising.com. That's our uh, franchise website. If you want to learn more about the the business the consumer, that's Joshua
0: Well Joshua, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you.
1: Well, yeah, I appreciate the time, man. You have a good day, brother.
0: All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see y'all next time on franchise marketing radio.